This episode of the podcast is brought to you by shaving off your eyebrows so nobody can ever know your true emotions. Are you angry? Are you sad? You don't know because you don't have eyebrows. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Roll the Credits, the podcast, the only podcast that one of us died and the other one was sad about it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm Frank. (laughs) I'm Zach. And today we are doing most impactful deaths in film. Mm -hmm. Um, So this was pretty tough for me personally. It took me like a good like five days to get my list together. Yeah, um, I I tried to, you know, do some deep cuts, some ones that were like, oh, yeah, you know, maybe that one, of course. Um, I want to give a shout out, uh, just an honorable mention right off the top to Marley from Marley and Me. Uh, mm, the the dog. dog? Yes. Uh, <laughs> that one That one hurt. Uh, quick Owen story. Wilson really got hurt by that one. Quick story about that was mm. me and my father wa- were watching Marley and Me at mm. like 3 a.m. when I was a kid and it was like summer. And uh, it was like three o'clock in the morning. We're in the living room and we get to the scene where Marley dies, by the way, spoiler alert. And uh, <laughs> it's been out for 13 years. And uh, and me and my father are like just two just two men just sobbing. Mm-hmm. And my mom was so pissed because she had to wake up in the morning and we were making <laughs> so much noise. And she comes down the stairs and she's just looking at us. And we both look at her and we're like crying. <laughs> and she's like, shut up. And she goes back to sleep. And I was like, wow. You guys are going to definitely get a divorce. And then a couple of years later, they did. Um, yeah. So anyway, Marley and me. <laughs> Marley and me was the spawn of it all. Yeah, for sure. Um, so anyway, that being said, Zach, why don't you start us off with all the right. first death? Oh, and by the way, mm-hmm. uh, you know, th- these are all spoilers because everybody that we're talking about in this movie die. So uh, yeah. just just know that we may spoil a film that you've never seen. More than likely. I mean, I don't have many that are, like, newer films. Okay, yeah. Um, So I guess I'll start off with, like, I'll gradually build my way from, like, least hurtful to, like, most hurtful. Um, So the first one that I have is one that was, like, it wasn't so much, like, impactful where it's, like, it stuck with me. But it was more of, I can't believe that they did that. Like, they actually pulled the trigger on it. They had the balls to do it. They had the fucking balls to do it. Um, and that's a movie that I don't like, but uh, oh. Amazing Spider-Man 2 with um, Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. Ah, so, never saw it. Yeah, you don't have to. Um, but the death that I'm talking about is Gwen Stacy's death, um, and that is played by... I don't remember. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't care. I, I forget things now. Um, I'm old. Sue me. But... In the comics, Gwen Stacy has, like, a very, very tragic death that, like, was very impactful in which Green Goblin throws her off the side of, like, the... The Green Goblin is in that one? Yes. That's the, that, he's, like, the enemy? Yeah, he's not really the Green Goblin, though. He's, oh, okay. he's Dan Dehan fucking plays him. <laughs> and and I was just like, wow, okay. Um, but anyways, in the comics, like, Green Goblin throws her off of, like, the bridge, and there's this whole thing where it's, like, Spider-Man, like, goes to, like, shoot the web to save her, and he catches her, but the whiplash breaks her neck. Ah. And it's this big moment of like, oh my God, like he kind of killed her at the same time that Green Goblin kind of killed her. And they actually had the balls to pull the trigger on that in this movie, which is something that I never thought that they would do being a Sony film and then also like a live action Spider-Man film where they kind of try to keep it like PG, PG-13 for the most part. Yeah. And the fact that they actually pulled the trigger and had it where 
he webs her, but the whiplash, like, actually kills her. It was amazing. And they didn't do it in, like, the comic book fashion, too. Because, like, in the comic, he grabs, like, her leg, and it's just the whiplash. But, like, this one, it's, like, the chest. But she also kind of hits the ground Ugh. at the same time, too. Ugh. So you hear the the, the crack. <laughs> you hear the, no, you hear the crack of her head hit it. Ugh. But her body, like, got saved. Oh, and it's man. like, oh, my God. And I was just like, wow. And they, the fun story, too, real quick, so you can go on to yours. Um, I also went with my friend Donovan, and I, like, threw my hat down. I was like, oh, my God, they fucking did it. And he bursted out laughing from my from me saying that. Yeah. But the entire movie theater was completely silent because nobody expected that. Right. And he just burst out laughing because of that. Yeah. So I always fuck with him that he actually was laughing at the fact that they killed off Gwen Stacy. <laughs> but it was me. <laughs> um, okay. So this one... Listen, I like this movie a lot. Uh, I haven't seen it in a very, very long time, so I don't know if it holds up. But in my head, it was incredible. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm talking about Zack Snyder's 300 Mm. um, and the death of Leonidas, King Leonidas. Um, It is so... I remember it being so emotional because it's at the point where he knows he's going to die. All of his men are are going to die. And they, they, the way that they embrace death for their, like, you know, for Greece, Mm -hmm. they're like, we are doing this. For Sparta. Yeah. I mean, they're doing it for Sparta. Right. And, and them realizing that like, you know, the pride that he has on like refusing to take that bow to uh, Xerxes, I think was his name. Right. And, and he, you know, he has that great scene where he's like, my legs are a little like stiff, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever. He's like, my shield's a little heavy, whatever. And, uh, and when he goes for the fucking, uh, the spear throw and he misses, like Mm -hmm. he only hits him on the side of the cheek and, and then he just has like that like fuck moment and all of his men are dying. And I believe there's a great line where his men go, one of his guys says to him, it was an honor to, to have lived or to, to have died by your side. And he goes, it was an honor to have lived by yours. Mm -hmm. And, and he lets out this like roar, this scream that is, it's narrated. And he says that he like, I remember the guy saying that like he lets out like one final scream and he screams out with, with this just intensity and his, his final words are my wife, my queen, my, my life or my love. Mm -hmm. And then the fucking rain of arrows comes down on him. And then there's that beautiful pan up to all of their bodies laying mm-hmm. there. And it looks like a painting mm-hmm. because of how like bronze they all look. And just like all of just, they're just, I mean, they're beautiful. All yeah. the men in there are just like <laughs> ripped. And man, Gerard Butler in that movie delivers one hell of a performance mm-hmm. and the emotion in his face. And I think that movie came out when I was in like fifth grade. And I remember it fucking hit me so hard. I love that movie. And it's, it's one of, I think, two of movies good, Zack Snyder good, <laughs> well good Zack Snyder films I think it was Robert Rodriguez that did it but mainly it was Frank Miller who wrote the comic Frank of Miller 300 did, yeah, yeah. so it's like it, it's one of like three movies that he did and it's it's amazing yeah like um, it's just it was such an impactful death man it, it was it's one that like has always stuck with me and like just that final line of him like looking up into the sky yeah and his eyes just like filling with tears and he knows that he's gonna die 
Oh, it's just it's so heavy. Such a cool movie too. And I we have to we're gonna do it because I haven't seen it in so long. Mm. I haven't seen it since I was probably the like a visual, young teenager. Visual styles alone, yeah, like are what make it like amazing. Yeah, and like yeah, like I mean Leonidas is kind of built up as like this fucking unkillable god. I know like, the entire and he movie. pretty much is. Yeah, <laughs> until that ending, and yeah. then you're like almost in disbelief about yeah. it. Yeah, oh, what a powerful ending though. What a what a what a very impactful death. Yeah. Okay. Next one for me. Um, movie that we actually did, and that is the death of Logan. Oh yeah, movie Logan. Well, he's he's one of mine. Okay, yeah. Let's just talk about it because, like, I kind of figured he would be on your list. Um, because you have like all of these Sony movies of like X Men and like Wolverine. Yeah. So one one thing for me, just not to cut you off, but I just want to say because like Logan. The fact is, for me, is that I, I mean, I've never really watched any of the other X-Men films, mm-hmm. so Logan, for me, is like a standalone. Yeah. And the fact that it still made the list, <laughs> like, because some people, like, you know, I know for forever, like, people have been like, the, you know, uh, Hugh, Hugh Jackman, Jackman is, is Wolverine, mm-hmm. like, and they've been with him for, like, movie after movie after movie, and I've never seen any of the other ones except for Logan. Mm-hmm. So, he, the Hugh Jackman is not my Wolverine, he's yeah. just, he's just the, the guy Wolverine. in a movie, yeah. he's Logan, <laughs> mm-hmm. for me. Uh, but yeah, go ahead. Continue. Yeah, I mean, like, for me, like, watching all the, the X-Men films, literally all of the shitty ones, like X-Men Origins, like X-Men Wolverine, and like fucking uh, The Wolverine. Yeah. Like, they're all, like, most of them are shit. But you have Hugh Jackman's Wolverine, who is, and we've talked about this before on, like, Perfect Casting, where it's like, he is Wolverine. Yeah. Like, he he's literally been brought up like whether the movie is shit or the movie is great like he's still brought up as like the unkillable force like yeah. he is the wolverine like he is just the badass and you get this movie which i think was really really special where you have a grizzled older logan yeah and his powers aren't working the same way. Yeah, I mean, dude, when he's fucking, like, trying to oh, get his claws yes. out and he can't even, like, get them out fully and he has to, like, pull them with when, his other hand. Not oh. even that, but, like, the amazing thing where it's, like, it was always the thing where it's, like, when he puts his claws back and, like, the skin just immediately heals and it's, like, the skin won't heal anymore. Yeah. Like, that's such a, a cool little thing to it. And then you have a film where it's like it finally shows more of his like human side where it's like he's helping the young mutants like trying to get them safely across the border and like helping them to kind of well be- that's the thing right I think the one of the reasons why it's so impactful is because he kind of accepts uh, mm-hmm. what's her name um, Laura yeah like as his daughter because yeah. she has his DNA mm-hmm. and like he he dies defending her exactly and it's it's so well even too like the impact of like him dying like being like fucking skewered onto that branch oh my god it's it's horrible and like him saying like his final words and then them burying him like putting the rocks over top of the x on top she takes the cross and turns it into an x i mean what a perfect ending yeah and then i also don't want to like um like just brush over but also the death of charles xavier in that film oh yeah because that one hurts almost even more mm-hmm. because he's he, Charles wakes up in the bed and he sees Logan mm-hmm. and he's not sure like, like you, you don't know if, mm-hmm. like if Charles is aware like does he think that Logan actually killed him or is he aware that that's not Logan mm-hmm. and that fucked with me <laughs> that <laughs> really like did that really time. messed me up for a mm-hmm. little bit because I was like man that is just one of the saddest things like he's there they're having a good time 
in, in, and, and, and Charles knows that he's an inconvenience. Mm-hmm. So when he wakes up and sees that, and he sees Logan's face, you know, being the one that actually kills him, it's like in his brain, is he thinking like, I deserve this. I, or I'm, I was kind of expecting this. Like he yeah. took me out here to, to kill me, to give me like one final good day. And now, and now he's just going to kill me. Mm-hmm. Or does he, or did he realize that that wasn't Logan? It, you don't know. You don't know. They exactly. Do, and, and it's it is heartbreaking. And that's a really impactful death too. Mm-hmm. That one, that one, that one hurts. Yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, the only saving grace was like, you know, in, in the newest, like Dr. Strange movie, again, spoilers, he's in it. And Charles Xavier is. Yeah. Oh, as Charles Xavier. I mean, well, Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Pat, yeah, Patrick Stewart is Charles Xavier in it. But it's like alternate timeline, I guess. So it's kind of like, hey, you know, he's not really dead. Yeah, right. But it still doesn't take away from the movie. Yeah. I always forget that that's like in the same universe. It's now weird. it is. It's weird. It wasn't originally, but now it is. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> fucking Marvel. Whatever. Yeah, they kind of, they're they're figuring it out now that uh, yeah. that phase four is over. Right. All right, so I guess it's my turn again then. Yeah. All right, so my next one is one that like I feel like it's not so much like impactful in the way that like it made me sad, but it's impactful in the way that like it haunts my every waking life. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> what the fuck is this? Uh, and that is the death of Annie Graham in Hereditary. Ah, uh. my god, man! We've talked about it before when we did the. When we did Hereditary and when we actually went to go see it. It haunts my every waking life. Oh, my God. When she's possessed (laughs) and, like... So, one, when she's possessed and, like, she's upside down banging her head on the attic ceiling. I mean, that's just terrifying. Terrifying. Um, When she's up in the corner, horrifying. And then when she actually is taking the piano wire and, like... Cutting off her head. Cutting off her head. It's fucking... The noise. The noise. Oh my god, man! I can fucking hear it. I know the noise is so bad. And like just staring down at Alex Wolf's character, <laughs> like just this fucking horrifying. I know. Just stare. It haunts me. <laughs> it gets me every time. And like it's always. I love watching the movie. It's always my least favorite part because it's like I don't want to look at it again, <laughs> even though it's only like a five second thing. Yeah, I know. And then the biggest thing is like you know. He like Alex Wolf jumps out of the window, right? And then you still just hear it. I know going faster and faster until plop. Yep, the head. And it's falls like you off. don't even have to see it, but like you feel it. Ugh, ugh, what a do. Ugh, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one stuck with me <laughs> too long. All right. Um. So my next one is one that no matter how many freaking times I watch the movie, it always catches me by surprise for some reason. Mm-hmm. And that is the death of Sonny Corleone in The Godfather. Mm. That one always gets me because you want Sonny to beat the living shit out of her sister's husband or out of his sister's husband mm-hmm. because she's getting beat by him. And then, you know, he's like calling her a guinea and he's beating her with the belt. And then she, and then Sonny finds out and he beats the shit out of him the first time. And he, and he says to him, you know, if you ever touch my sister again, I'm going to kill you. And then, she, and then he ends up beating her again. Mm-hmm. And this fucking guy does a setup where, you know, Sonny goes over and he has to pay like a toll to get over like a bridge. And the, the fucking guy like drops the quarters or whatever. And then all of a sudden all these dudes with guns come out and Sonny gets shot the fuck up. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. 
But in my head, every time I watch The Godfather, I'm like, he's he's gonna beat he's gonna the get shit him. out of him. <laughs> he's gonna get and him, and then he never gets him. <laughs> no matter how many times I watch the movie, Sonny never gets him, <laughs> and it always just breaks my heart. In an alternate universe, he gets him, <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, man, he gets shot up. I mean, he gets out of the car and he's taking it. It's mm. just, it's just such a sad moment because he's going there to beat the shit out of a guy that is abusing his sister. Yeah. And it's just like you, the fact that he doesn't get his revenge hurts the is, most. Yeah, that's really like the big thing, right? I mean, of mm. course the guy ends up getting like, you know, his comeuppets as they as they say, but But it's not by it's, who you want. It's not it by to. Sonny. And mm. Sonny needs to be the one that does it. But exactly. man, they don't give you that. All right. That's a good one. Yeah, thanks. Uh building up again. <laughs> most hurtful to me. Uh next one is Howard Ratner from Uncut Gems. Howard, Howie. Oh, I jaw dropped, man. Yeah, I know, man. It, it was so shitty. Jaw dropped for like the last like 10 minutes of the film of this. I love Uncut Gems. It's great. It is probably the only film that I actually love Adam Sandler as an actor. Mm-hmm. I don't really like him as a comedian, like a comedy act. Right. But my God, the man did a fantastic job in this film. And made me feel for him. Like, I, we talked about it. Like, I wanted him to win so badly. Yeah. He had so many times where it's like he was about to win and then just shit hit the fan. And then it's like three times worse. And now you have him literally sitting there in his shop watching the basketball game to determine whether or not he has become a millionaire right. or he has absolutely nothing. I know. And you have... The, the three goons that are, like, there to really, like, kill him. Or, well, more so, like, to just get the money out of him. And you get that moment where, like, the basketball game is over and he actually won and he got the money and, like, it's going to be paid in full and he's still going to have, like, three times as much for himself and can get out of the game completely. And as soon as the door opens, it's just, boom, shot right in the head. Yeah. And that's it. And then we just have to, like, we literally watch him just fall to the ground. Yeah. It's so heartbreaking. It hurt me so much, like, because you wanted him to win. Yeah. And he literally and he did. won. He did. He <laughs> won. And then you have that great pan down of, like, it's him smiling. Yeah. Like, he won. Yeah. But he lost. <laughs> he lost so bad at the same time. Yeah. It's heartbreaking. Um, okay, my next one is John Coffee from the Green Mile. Mm. You know, I almost put him in. Dude, that one that one always gets me. I just recently watched the re- the Green Mile, maybe like within the past month. It's been a while since I watched and it, but like I love that movie. I think it still holds up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's long. It is very long, and it could definitely like be trimmed back a little bit. But overall, I think it's a great film. Yeah, I think the supernatural power type thing kind of like takes away a little bit from the story. But like, I I, I think that it, it's a little like con- it's it very it's very like what what the hell is yeah. going on? Here? <laughs> like whoa, we can control but, but bolts? like what he does with it is so it it almost makes it more impactful. Like yeah. curing uh the warden's wife from yes. like her like cancer. Um, relieving, um, uh, wow. I can't think of, I can't think of his name, whatever the lead actor. He mm-hmm. like, he's got like a urinary tract infection or something mm-hmm. that like won't go away. So he like cures him from that. Um, and it's so sad because you find out that he's wrongfully accused for the murders mm-hmm. of these two girls. And, and he's, he's obviously got some type of like disability, like a learning disability. So, cause he's so, I mean, he's such a massive man, Yeah, but he's so tender 
And the ending where same thing he, with the actor too. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, Michael Clark Duncan. Yes. But when when he is sitting in the electric chair, and he says, "Please don't put the hood over my head because I'm scared of the dark." Yeah. Oh my god! Oh. Like, it's so heartbreaking. I know. Like you again. It's like this moment of like you have the the tender giant. Like yeah. You have, you have a moment where it's like. He's so massive and he's so imposing, but like he's such a soft soul. Yeah. To the point where it's like it's almost like a child's thing of like, oh, I'm afraid of the dark. Please right, don't put it over. Exactly. And like him, like, and then it, I mean, what really does it is the fact that like you 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 find out that he's that it, that like what he was the reason why he was even there in the first place with the girls was because he was trying to bring them back to life, mm-hmm. but he but he was too late, and. And that's why he's been accused. So he 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 got a you know he got he gets put on death row for the murder of these girls when in reality he was trying to save them. Mm-hmm. And it just it hits me every time, man. I mean, it, br- it brings a tear to your eye no matter what. It is. I don't care who you are. Like, it is. It's gonna make very you cry. Devastating. Yeah, it sucks. And not to mention too, you spend three hours with the man. Yeah, yeah. And there's another really impactful death in that movie where the fucking scumbag, uh, uh, ward or like whatever, like CO guy. Mm-hmm doesn't like wet the sponge mm. on the head so the dude like fries and and he's just like screaming in pain and he ends up like engulfing in flames i mean that one's intense yeah but uh but uh john coffee is just that one that one always hurts all right last one for me my my Go god ahead. man the a giant dying Oh, uh, the, but the but green. not an iron giant dying. oh no oh it, it's iron giant for me man oh yeah 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 uh I haven't seen that movie in years, maybe because like I just I don't have the emotions to like go through it again. But man, it is um it is devastating. And we talked about it too in the fucking I mentioned it, yeah. Yeah, the animation one. Um the I like you stay, I go. Yeah. And then going up to like destroy the comet. Yeah. When he when man, when he I tell, like I said in that in that one where he's like when he literally says he's like, I am not a weapon. It's just yeah. like, oh like when, even oh. like like as he goes up and he closes his eyes yeah. because he knows that yeah. it's over. It's so heartbreaking. I like I, I fucking fold each time. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like you you just you don't get often like this weaponized machine like a machine being human. Yeah. And something about it, man, like I don't know what the fuck happened, but like Iron Giant, like Atlantis, Treasure Planet, like the animation for those films are just so beautiful, and nobody does it anymore. Yeah, it has a very distinct look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't look like. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to like. Like they're, it's, they're it's not. Some... Co- they're like they're like in between like a traditional animation mm-hmm. and like an anime. Yeah, they're like in that middle ground. Yeah, like it's not quite like animation where it's like CGI animated yet, yeah. but it's not quite where you have to literally draw every single panel yeah yeah so i don't know but it, it looks beautiful and like that's something that always gets me every time but yeah. like man the iron giant <laughs> all right i got two more okay um i, I wanted, got honorable mentions so i want i wanted to mention uh ellie from up mm. so that starts off it's yes. just the like beginning compilation mike the balls on pixar to do this to us no um and it's it's just so sad because you it, the movie starts off with them meeting as kids mm-hmm. and then growing old together mm-hmm. and them like saving up money to go to this like paradise island yep. 
and they never do it because something always happens, whatever. And then they keep really like trying to fill up that jar again and then something else happens and they, whatever. And, and then she ends up getting sick and she dies. Mm -hmm. And it is just heartbreaking. It's, it's so sad because, and and it's so crazy because it's the first like 10 minutes of the movie and it's just like a montage. The rest of the film is actually very lighthearted. Yeah. But that opening is 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 hard to watch, so, and and it and again it makes you cry every time. Exactly. Like I don't know what the fuck. Like who decided to like greenlight that? Like like <laughs> awesome. Just be- pissed. Awesome because like it turned out to be a really good movie. But my god, like kids are gonna fucking like break from that. Yeah. And it's very impactful, and it's very devastating, and it's very real. Yeah. But my God, it's a kids movie. I know it's fucking heartbreaking. I know, I know. It, it's it's intense, uh, and it's just it's very it's very sad. Um, and then my last one is one that, uh, when I say impactful, mm-hmm. I mean this one. This one makes just kind of sits with you for for a, a brief moment after the credits roll because of just that final shot. Uh, and I am talking about Maud from Saint Maud, mm. um, when she lights yeah. herself on fire at the beach. And the idea of like her visually seeing like angels and demons mm-hmm. and like people bowing to her, yes, and like she, she she's becoming a, a true saint, but like then she's they, feeling heavenly, right? But then you cut back to reality, and she's just on fire, screaming in pain. Is one of the most just visceral, mm-hmm. intense jaw-dropping deaths that I've seen in a long time. What a cool movie, too, to take, like, a... what we would think was possession film and turn it into a mental health film. Yeah. I, I really, love St. Maud. I really, really like it. I know. It's a great film. Uh, and the death of Maud is just... I mean, it's... it's Because you, you're not expecting... Mm-hmm. You're you, kind you, of you, hoping... You're, you are... You're expecting them to go in the art house direction mm-hmm. of... She is ascending. She is. She has become a true, true saint in her mind. But the idea of like, no, let's cut back to reality because this is what's really happening. She just doused herself in acetone and lit herself on fire and cutting back to reality. Yes. I don't think another director would have done it like that. No. Like, it's you, just, it's intense. You only get two seconds of it and it makes the film. Yeah. It absolutely. literally makes it. Uh, and that was my final one. I have two honorable mentions. Okay. Um, first one, kind of an easy one. Mufasa. Uh, Lion King. Yeah, I just I you, saw you've it. seen it, I've so seen you it. get it now. <laughs> um, and then because I didn't want to do like two Marvel ones, um, Tony Stark, Iron Man in Endgame. I never saw it. I didn't even know he died. Yeah, that's. I, it's I'm very, surprised that it's very impactful. I'm surprised that they had the balls because like Marvel oh, yeah. never kills anybody. Yeah, but they did that for well they because uh, Robert Downey Jr. and then also Chris Evans' contract for Captain America expired after Chris, that. Oh, Captain America dies too. He doesn't die. He, because I don't like that movie. But it's all, <laughs> it's the fucking movie is like all time travel bullshit. Yeah. Um. And I then know, like, right. That's like your least favorite thing. And then like the last thirty minutes are like super cool big fight scene. Right. Um. But he stays back in the past, so like yeah. he shows up old. So I, I really do want to see um Civil War. Civil War. I heard that's like the best. I like Winter Soldier. Oh, no, maybe that's what I meant. I'm so, sorry, Winter Soldier. That's Win- Captain America, right? Yeah, yeah that's that, Captain that America Winter Soldier too. is the one that I that I, I heard is like absolutely like incredible. Winter Soldier and probably Civil War you would like. Is Civil War also a Captain America? 
Yeah. Those okay. it's technically it's Captain America two and three. Okay. Yeah. I heard that I don't remember. I don't remember if it if it's Civil War or Winter Soldier now. I don't remember. Both are good. I heard I heard one of them is like incredible. Winter Soldier. Yeah, I think it's that one that uh, I should probably watch. But yeah, you don't have to really see. The I'm other. so terrible at it's. It's Marvel kind movies. of like that line is kind of cool where it's like it's kind of contained, so you don't have to like really, really see anything else. Yeah. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, those were some of our favorite and uh, most impactful deaths in films. Um, no funny ones, huh? I'm surprised. Mm-hmm. I thought that you would have been like, ah, silly, like yeah, you know, whatever. Somebody gets blown <laughs> no, up. Fucking like impactful deaths. Yeah, I know. Uh, but impactful can be also like a comedy. Like it just, it's an impact. It's like, man, that, that really hit. Like mm-hmm. it could be a good or a bad, but yeah, I'm, of course I was going to go in the sad route. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So I wanted to recommend a, a novel. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not huge. I think it's like a little bit over like 200 pages. So it's like nothing crazy. Um, it's the a Bible. No- <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, I wanted to recommend a, 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 a book called tender is the flesh. Mm. Um, and I won't give too much away, but all I will say is that um, it's like a dystopian type of uh, book about uh, animal meat has like a virus in, mm. in, in there's like a virus in animal meat. So there so people can no longer consume animal meat. So the government legalizes cannibalism mm. uh, and shit gets crazy <laughs> sounds interesting <laughs> yeah it's really cool um and again it's not like a really really like intense read um and if you're not about like actually reading then you know i'm sure it's like an audio book version of it somewhere that you could that you could get um so i just wanted to recommend that novel uh i think it's i think it's worth worth your time oh zach what are we doing we're next? doing next uh we are gonna do 1975's dog day afternoon Oh, okay. Uh, Attica. 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 <laughs> uh, so that's what we're going to do. And uh, uh, I hope that uh, you enjoy it. I know you've probably never seen it, uh, but it's a classic. I know that scene of Attica. It's a classic. Al Pacino. Um, all right, Zach. So take us out. I right, guess. Thank you for listening. Now, Frank, roll the credits. <laughs>